Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only. The early trade for tyre power. Family safety is never up for trade. All right, time for Truth or Spin. It's where we cut through the rubbish of this trade period, and there is plenty of that. Craig Cameron on the Gold Coast. I think he's had a dreadful trade period, but he was good enough to front up on 3OW Sports Day program last night. I don't see this the same way. I think the group that we've got at the moment will, will stick together and um, they, they feel that they can build some long-term success. So uh, I, don't, I don't feel like we're a feeder club for, for Southern clubs. Um, the only thing that it potentially does is cause um, causes tension in the player payment area. Um, man, managers will often use it. I was asked about... Isaac Rankin leaving again. Truth or spin that he sees success with the group that they've got, Lordo, and this will be the last of those players that want out after so many leaving the Gold Coast Suns? I'll say spin at this point that they are not a feeder club for opposition clubs because it's uh, they've just lost uh, another three. Yeah, What is it? Uh, yeah, three at this time. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually later on in my list, Kane, uh, looking back at the 2016 draft. And in that, they had three top 10 draft picks. Mm. And they had uh, Ainsworth at four still there, uh, Will Brody at nine, and Jack Bowes at 10. And so they've lost two of those three top 10 draft picks. So what he did say in that interview too, that Kings recommitted, uh, obviously Raul, Anderson, yep. those types. So that's fantastic for them that those guys have recommitted. And I hope they go again and recommit again. Now the challenge is going to be, can they get King to sign another contract after this one? Because they just can't afford to lose him, but uh, that, up until this point, it's been that they haven't that they haven't been a feeder uh, you know, for the other teams. Yeah, agree with that. He also went on to speak about their future plans. That some players ended up on contracts that were um, greater than their their on field performance mm-hmm. was. So uh, this is a preemptive decision by us. We we know our play payments uh, free up quite significantly in in. The future in future years, we want to access that earlier because uh, we do think that we're headed in the right direction with our younger players. We want to access that earlier so we can bring some mature age players in. That was on the question of Jack Bowes and their reasons behind getting him out. Now they're saying they're freeing up salary cap room to bring in more experienced players in the future. It it, it irks me a little bit that mm. when they say and it's it's spin that players ended up on contracts more than their performance had. Warranted that that's correct, but they're the they're the club that actually gave those players those contract. They no one was forcing them to pay these players ridiculous money in their third years. That was them that did that, and I think it's spin that they will be an attractive proposition to get 
um, you know, players from other clubs in. I mean, how many players have they been able to land in the history of the club, marquee players from other clubs, other than the first year, which, you know, the ones that they selected didn't end up being as good as what the Giants ones were. But truth or spin that they will be an attractive place for, say, a big free agent from a Victorian club to go and play for? Well, Kane, I hope. I, I think that you know, this year was better, um, you know, and, and I think that if, if they can keep these these players that I just touched on before, the, the key three, uh, and uh, Miller's, Miller's fantastic for them. Yeah, uh, you know, Wits mate, is good. Uh, yeah, is, Wits is good. Uh, and then, then you've got those, you know, Raoul Anderson, and also King, uh, I I can see in the next couple of years, Kane, that they could land somebody of note if they can build towards you know playing a final next year. Uh, you know, maybe Old Child went there, played good football. Levi Casbot went there, played good football. So I think they are tracking in the right direction, despite falling away again in the second half of the year. But yeah, it's it's been poor what they've done. Uh, they they should learn from their mistakes. That the some of the deals that some of these guys are on. Mm. Um, be, I, I, you'd love to marry it up against Geelong and say, okay, what output versus output, but they've had to overpay to keep guys up there. The Lockie Weller deal, um, I know it's not as as much as what we all thought it was, but still a long contract. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, they put themselves in a horrible spot, and they're now just trying to make up for it now with with moving on a guy like those. Brady Rawlings is pulling the strings at North Melbourne. Firstly, um, we'll, we'll read what he had to say because we don't have audio of it, but he said, we've got some great young talent, 24 and under, and we've obviously just added to it with a couple of players from another club uh, with Logue and Tucker. Truth or spin that North Melbourne have a great group of under 24. So I had a look at it, Lordo, and mm. tell me how many of these names under the age of 24 you're excited about. So Lewis Taylor's 23. Solid Lewis, who's this for? Sorry, Curtis Taylor. Curtis Taylor, yeah, he's twenty-three. Solid, yeah, okay. solid player. Yeah. Bailey Scott's twenty-one. Third in the best and fairest, but an honest goer. LDU absolutely tick yeah. twenty-three years of yes. age, so I'll absolutely give you that. Larky's twenty-four in June, so just sneaks under player. the twenty-four age bracket. Good player. Yeah. Callum Coleman Jones is twenty-two-ish. Uh, he's he's uh, yeah he's a fringe AFL player at the moment. Jury's out. Mm. Tom Powell is a young midfielder making his way, so you know jury's mm. still out a bit, but you can see some talent there. Taron Thomas is 23 in March. Clearly the talent mm. is there. Not convinced on on the attitude and performance. Will Phillips' jury is out. Mm. And Cam Zerhart, I love as a player, turns 24 in May. Mm. Truth or spin that that is a great group of under-24s? Oh, spin based on that, Kane. Yeah. Mm. And Brady Rawlings also spoke about why they traded pick number one. It's not something we did lightly to trade Jason away. Um, the request came and it was a really strong request. We felt that in this situation uh, we wouldn't get the best football out of Jason um, if he was to stay in Melbourne. Pick one's been involved in it and reason being we, uh, we've got three players at the top of the draft or that we haven't been able to split all year and our mindset is we can get two of those players through this trade rather than one of them. Um, who knows, it could be our best two players in this in this draft. And I think you'd probably say that's truth, Lordo, and you've probably been saying that right the way through from the time we found out that Jason Orn Francis wanted out. Yeah, I think so, and I, I, I don't mind. this. I like this play from North Melbourne, you know, getting two of the best three in the country uh, versus one, you know, and, he, and it's interesting to see whether Cadman was one of the three, and if Cadman wasn't one of the three, it's a, it's a no-brainer for them, and 
It's an interesting comment that uh, I like this comment from Brady Rawlings. He said, we want players at mm. our football club who want to be here and want to play for the jumper and their mates. That's not the case, obviously, so we need to look at that. So I was strong all along with that. Get Jason out. It's the best. Good for Jason. Good for Port. Good for North Melbourne. Uh, and everyone can move on. There you go. Truth or spin. Lordo says some truth with what Brady Rawling says about North Melbourne. You can have your say, as always, one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. There's a massive list coming up. Chris Davies is going to join us. If I was, I want to speak about uh, Fremantle's targeting of Luke Jackson. So it's been revealed with an article that Luke Jackson has done with AFL.com.au that he met with both clubs, West Coast and Fremantle, mid-year. It's a... It's a yeah. Mature thing that we've sort of got to get our heads around now. Is it right that clubs can meet with players from another club mid-year, sit them down and make mm. their pitch in the buy round of a season where your team is chasing a premiership? I want to ask your thoughts on that, Lauder. Yeah, and and also, is that right? Uh, should um, it just be left to a manager for a second-year player to be meeting? You wonder why his form was off. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe, maybe a uh, you know, 25-year-old would handle that well but not a 20-year-old or a 19-year-old like Luke Jackson. Yeah, so the quote is, it was about the buy break in the middle of the season. I got home and I was able to meet up with JL and Bellies on afl.com.au. I was really comfortable around them. So I reckon around that period of time, I felt I was leaning towards Fremantle. But I also met with West Coast and they did a really good pitch. It was nice to get to know them. But when I met Frio, I kind of knew that was the place I wanted to be playing. It felt right. Melbourne fans, how does it hear? How do you feel hearing that, knowing that you're trying to chase a second premiership in front of your own fans at Melbourne and one of your key players clearly has his priorities at another club? We'll hear from his manager, Jason Dover, a little bit later on. Uh, it's been a busy hour on Trade Radio. Kautumi joined us off the top. Chris Davies still to come. If I was and Lordo's list coming up next. You're listening to Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio. Engineered in Germany. Proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. Play the Monopoly game. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.